Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday, my favorite podcasting day of the week. And I know you're probably like, what? It's like hump day. Why is that your favorite day? Well, because today is the day that I get to answer the questions that you guys ask. If you're new around these parts, welcome. I'm Riley. I like to talk about things in this podcast that are very real, very raw. A lot of the times, as most of you guys know, for the last week of tell-alls and all the things going on, but I like to make you guys laugh and connect with you. And most of the time I like to make you go, what the fuck did that girl just say? Those are my favorites. But Ask Riley is one of my favorite things because I'd like to say I have traveled down every damn broken road to get to the space where I am now. And I'm kind of liking where the view is from here. And, you know, there's this one quote that I never get right. And it's always something about like, you have no idea how much violence I had to go through to be this peaceful or something like that. It's kind of like I say that when I talk about the roads that I've been through and through that, when you guys ask me questions about stuff, I like to give you advice from a perspective that's not telling you what to do, but telling you maybe what not to do. I don't know, but I just really like to connect with you guys. So I usually do this on Instagram, but if you guys have Ask Riley questions yourself, please hit me up at reallyreallypodcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on the socials and I'll give those at the end of the podcast. But I brought in my hubs, Marshall. Hello. Um, I'm surprised you didn't make fun of me in the intro like you normally do. It's usually your favorite thing to pester me in the beginning of this podcast. I'm sure people are going to miss the banter. Um... (laughs) But a couple of these questions are, I can't answer. You're going to have to. Um, And I want your opinion on one. And you're going to know this because I make you watch Bravo with me. So one person actually did ask me today. They said, you know, any advice on being a single mom? Because apparently her husband said that he wants to end their marriage, like as of this week. And I'm just like, oh, I mean... For me, I didn't have that journey of like breaking up a family into being a single mom. Like I electively did that given the chosen company, I guess, you know, in the beginning. And honestly, it's like when people ask me advice about that, like I blocked out a lot of it because I won't say that it was an easy ride. I I think about that time as something that I'm very, very proud of as being a single mom because shit, I feel like I rocked it. You know, like I was doing a very high powered morning radio show show career for the first three years of being a mom. And I knew no one when I moved here to DC with a 13 month old. And I was scared shitless all the time. I was, you know, depressed a lot. I was very lost. And I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at the situation, but I don't mean to be dismal about, you know, this person that asked this question's you know, upcoming future, because it doesn't always have to be that. I kind of wish I would have been able to tell myself more often that it's going to be okay. I mean, those of you guys that I'm sure most of you know where we got this, my motto and my mantra and my brand came from, but it was literally any time I had to put together, you know, a piece of furniture that shit, I was a girly girl. I didn't do that stuff. You know, like, and I know that sounds like, oh, get it together. But like, it, it was a very big wake up call, not only into like, caring for another human and becoming a mother, but like learning how to just get it done. And I carry that with me now and much to your chagrin, probably Marshall. Cause like, I still have that single mom mind sometimes. Yeah, no, I'd probably say 
That's like kind of your default. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have to fight harder. To let go? To let go. I mean, okay, with Lyric, my first son, who's eight now, 100%. Um, Miss Malin, do I do that to you? Mm. Malin's our son together, who just turned three. Um, <clears throat> not as much, but I think, like, it's kind of crazy, though, because we've been together with him longer than you were a single mom. But oh, my God, but, right? But that's still kind of like, well, I feel like it's a default. It's something that gets ingrained within you that when you just fucking have to, and I'm not saying that, you know, moms and dads don't just fucking have to, whether they're single or not, but it did teach me a lot of like, yeah, there's this little beautiful human that's relying on you and nobody's going to save you. I will probably always carry that though, Marshall, like the whole, like, nobody's going to save you. You have to save yourself. Is it amazing to be part of a family unit? 100% because you can divide and conquer you know if I needed to take a nap and I'm tapped the fuck out or if I'm sick I can be like Marshall I'm done and go take a nap and there's like no questions there or whatever when I was with Lyric there was either you paid somebody to help you or you didn't get that help so it is a very scary journey to walk into that and then also I wasn't really walking into it on the midst of also heartbreak you know But I will say this, as much as you may not believe it now or know it now, there are brighter times ahead. I don't know your marriage and I don't know like how much validity, validity, I swear I talk for a living, validity there is to your husband's statement, you know, because that's horrible if, you know, he's like, well, our marriage is done, I'm leaving. Um, But if there is ways to put it back together and you want to you know, obviously try that because who wants to bring up a family? But if there isn't, just realize you're worth more and you're going to come through this and be proud of yourself for it. Like, I don't think there's any one scar that I have in all of my days or all of my hurts or all of my traumas that I don't look back on it and be like, fuck yeah, I came through that. And at the end of the day, I think I'm teaching my sons, our sons that. And I think that is one of my biggest feathers in any of the caps of my motherhood that my sons will look at me and be like, damn, if my mom can do it, so can I. So I think if you go forth within this journey with some of that mantra in mind, it'll give you a little bit more hope. I'm not going to try to tell you it's all fucking Skittles and rainbows. It's not, you know, it wasn't. It was very hard, you know. I was very lost and sad for a very long time. But I will say this too. It's not just because I love you, babe, but it's not just because of you, Marshall, my husband, that like I I turned things around. It wasn't that. I had to go inward and do a lot of self-work and like realize what my self-worth was and just how powerful I was. Ma'am, you brought a human into this world. You keep that human alive all the time. And the fact that you're reaching out for advice means you really fucking care. So be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. Like it, there, there is so much light at the other end of the tunnel. Right? No, there, there is. And, you know, I think it dynamic could be different depending on like the age mm-hmm. of the kid and just a lot of things like that. But do you think that do you think that I was like <laughs> this? Uh, you can't really say that. I, like I was going to say, do you think that I was a tough nut to crack as a single mom? Because that's kind of stupid. We got engaged after six months. But do you think that I was jaded as a single mom when you first met me? No, I don't think it was jaded. I think it was just going through a lot of hard things by yourself. Yeah. And I think it was, 
you know, I think even some sometimes now, you know, realizing that's like, it's a family unit and you don't mm. have to do everything on your own. Yeah. I mean, but that's also a, a hard switch. And maybe this is another piece of advice for you that asked this question. Like, it's okay to let people help you. I'm, I, like you said, I suck at this. Well, I think that's a, that's a big thing, you know, cause it's like, I, I want the boys also to see like a healthy family dynamic, you know, where, yeah. because it's like, I want them to see both our strengths, both our weaknesses. Us and working kind together. Of, yeah. I do do that. You know what I mean? Like if, if we disagree, my default is very much, honestly, thank you for being so honest about that, Marshall, because nine times out of 10, you'll try to just like quelch some of the things like that. So I appreciate that. I do. I try to be like, fine, I'll just fucking do it myself. And yeah, like they need to be secure in that there is both of us, you know, because I've tried really hard to let you have like the parenting experience as much as it makes me grit my teeth sometimes to hand over that control. But like with decisions with Malin, like even down to them damn truck outfits, because you know me and my clothes, I lost, you know, Lyric, I could dress him over the fuck I wanted to, but I get that part. That's some, that's some food for thought, I guess, for, you know, this person asked that question too. Like if you're going to enter into another, I know this totally jump in, you know, ahead in the future, like don't let, your strength be the thing that jades you for future possibilities that could go with anything not just single parenting Mm -hmm. but be gentle with yourself too and for the love of god make sure you still remember who the fuck you are i'm very proud of myself that from jump single mom or not i was like it's easy to get lost in your children especially when you lose love and make them your whole source of happiness don't do that just realize there was a whole you before that. There was a whole you before your, I hope not, but if it is true, soon to be ex-husband, like you really just have to recognize your power and amplify that bitch. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so another person said, when, where is your next pop-up? So pay attention, friends, because I vowed to my husband too, and for very good reason that I'm not gonna do as many pop-ups and events this year. There are gonna be some vision board events, don't worry, a few pop-ups, but last year I did like 15. And this year, the focus is here on the podcast, so we can grow this sucker. And then I can, you know, not feel so desperate about having to do events. Of course, I love meeting you guys, and I'm not going to stop doing that, but I need to focus here. And House of W by Riley is not going anywhere. Don't worry. I'm still going to be doing that, but it's like a more creative outlet, and I get to do things I love to do versus have to. Um, But it's going down this Saturday at Settle Down Easy Brewing in Virginia, and I'm teaming up with two other ladies, women-owned business, yay, for like a post-Valentine's Day girls' day out. It's from uh, noon to 3.30, Luxury Sparks Jewelry, whom I've done a few other pop-ups with, and I still have that ankle bracelet that she put in. What was that? That was like July? August uh, of yeah. last year, that sucker's still on there. Yeah, it was like six months ago. Easily, very good quality jewelry. And then Poplar Loft Clothing. She's from Memphis, and y'all know my days in Memphis. If you're an OG, we got this fam. So I'm very excited. I hope you guys will come out. Um, all of the really cool sea glass trinket trays you've been seeing, and the candle vessels with the embedded crystals, they're gonna be out there. And I'm doing more of like one of a kind one-offs thing. Like obviously I'm still doing custom stuff, but when I create something, I'm like, let me not recreate this. Cause every time I do that, it drives me nuts and I'll mess it up six times before I get it right. But Marshall, what's your favorite one of the new creations that I've had? Like with the crystals that are embedded or like the sea glass? Probably one of the last ones you had in where it was just around the top. Oh, I did a monochromatic rose quartz mm. candle that it's so 
cute. Like it's got rose quartz embedded in it. And then the actual like it's eco resin. So it's more environmentally friendly. But like the vessel that it's in is like a nude color. So, yeah, I like it. So it will be there. Yeah. So Saturday, please come out. Um, Somebody else said, what are you and Marshall doing for Valentine's Day? So I don't know. I'm not worried because Marshall never, I mean, y'all can puke over there if you want to, but I'd never worry about you in special like days, like surprises and stuff. Cause I think the very first Valentine's day we ever had together, which would have meant we were together for like a month, uh-huh. maybe that was the Kate Spade bag. Right. Mm. Or was that the ring concierge necklace? That was a necklace. So he had seen on my fave five, which I have some very last minute fave fives on there from Amazon. So you might get it a little late. You know, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Derp. Day. Derp. I'm so romantical, I swear. I have presents. I'm just, my days are screwed up. But that's up at the reallyrallypodcast.com um, if you want to check it out. If you're super late, you can, you know, run to maybe Marshall's or something. But you've never, like, you, you saw a necklace that I had loved um, for my favorite jeweler, Ring Concierge, one of my favorite jewelers. And that's where we got my wedding ring and I got my family ring after that. My push present was from there. That all came later. But you'd seen it on my fave five and then you bought it for me for Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh my God. So I'm not worried about what you do for Valentine's Day because you're a very thoughtful human. Um, you have told me some of it, right? I think. Well, just so we know what time to leave and that kind of thing. But- so... Wait, you told me about the. Are we getting? Are we getting massages? Well, yeah. This is more reflexology. Ugh, which I've been saying I've wanted for for ever, ever, and I love it because you pick the two spots that hurt me the most, my back and my feet. But I don't know anything else more than that. And also, I love you that you're so thoughtful that you think of. She's not going to want to wear something cute and then go get rubbed on and have her hair all fucked up. But you've said that there's two other things that we're doing, and you won't tell me what. Uh-huh. Why? Can I get a hint, please? Because no. still pass the massage, I don't know what to wear. Well, no, like I picked that place because it's in a location for the next spot. Okay, have I been to said spot before? No. Am I going to be like, oh, well, probably mm-hmm. when I see it. Are you going to tell me? No. Have I talked about it before? No, this is, no. This was purely you just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get laid after I go to this place? Hopefully. <laughs> okay, but knowing me. Mm-hmm. Are you going to beach? Are you going to beach? You think you're going to beach after this? Oh, okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so bad. I love you that you said like you, like you didn't get embarrassed about that one. Okay. Well, I'm excited about that one. Um, and I have my other question for you coming up in a second, Marshall. So somebody else said, what do you do for self-care? Um, everybody likes to hear this. Um, self-care, obviously, number one is always working out. But I have learned lately with working out because I got a little stale on it for a while. It was just, and this happens. Marshall, my husband, has a degree in exercise science and your bodybuilder and fitness has been your life and that's how we connected. Um, I got burnt out on like heavy lifting for a while just because it became, it's fair to say it, come, it becomes kind of a chore sometimes. Yeah, well, I have something for that that might help, but. What? <clears throat> so. It's like I'm obviously pretty detail oriented in terms of like my program and stuff. Yeah, like for you're me, detail oriented in everything. Well, like for me, it's very it's like mental clarity. So mm-hmm. it's like I'll know what that day is, and it's like I'll just go do it, you know. But a lot of people that start out or kind of even middle of the road, they'll be like, "Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to train that today, or I don't want to do this or whatever." So pick like a few things that you want to do mm-hmm. that you'll just add in, 
mm-hmm. because it'll kind of help keep the motivation going. It's funny that you say that because, and I'm only saying this because everybody's like, okay, yeah, working out, self-care, da, 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 da. But when, like, I say this, like, when your self-care things start getting stale and they're not self-caring you, they're not helping you to switch it up. And this is what I've been doing with my workouts to make things to make it more of a self-care thing versus a chore or just an activity that I have to do because I feel like my booty's going to droop if I don't. I literally go in there like Marshall creates programs for me. Um, I used to have a trainer for years. Now my husband is my whipping, whipping, whip master. Not really. But I do that too. Like, okay, it's leg day. Here's some things that he has in the program. I don't want to do that today, but I will add in something else. Like you said, like I've literally realized that in coming down from a lot of trauma in trying to get my somatic system back to normal. And that's like the system where like, if you've gone through a lot of trauma and you store it in your body, like you're, I was getting that mom pooch and it wasn't moving anywhere because I was so stressed out and the cortisol was high. But I've just been like, I'm gonna go in here and do what feels good. I'm gonna go in here and do what feels strong. And then that comes into play where like, okay, I wanna do more. I actually wanna get on that treadmill and sweat it out. And I hate the fucking treadmill more than I hate anything else in the world. When you put that 20 minutes on the treadmill versus 15, I wanna choke you. And it's funny that I will like text you in the middle of the workout and be like, asshole, middle finger, asshole. Babe, I got 195 on the deadlift today. Anyway, so that's one thing obviously that I do. Another thing that is self-care to me is thrifting. I don't know what it is about it. I love finding a deal more than I love anything else in the world. Thrifting in the Dollar Tree. It's dangerous that I have both of them, Goodwill and the Dollar Tree, by my house like a couple minutes away. Let's see what else that I do for self-care. Skincare is always a self-care routine for me. It's funny how when you do those simple things, and I'm bad about hoarding products too, Opening up a new skincare product to me is so soothing. I don't even know why. It just is. Um, Bravo is self-care to me. Sounds weird, but it is. Um, But the self-care things that sometimes feel like chores that I've found is cleaning. It didn't used to be that way. Have you noticed that I've been like organizing everything this Mm -hmm. year? Like I've been buying all these little organizational things because... That to me is self-care, like cleaning up my spaces because I used to always regard our bedroom as like my pretty space, even though it's our bedroom and like my downstairs um, craft room, my workshop for House of W. Like when I see it organized and nice, I feel more creative and that to me is self-care. Also creating crafts and stuff like that. If you find a hobby, you've no idea how much self-care that can be. I want to start taking like classes. Like one of my friends just went to like a little like baby succulent class i'm like that's cool it seems so silly but like stepping out of my comfort zone is also self-care for me lately because i think i strangled so much of my life experience like work workout all of that even my self-care that used to be making candles it became a business i'm taking myself a lot more out of those things and using you know, new experiences as a form of self-care because I'm not thinking about all the stuff I have to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. That it's like, if I'm doing a new class or if I'm doing a new experience, I'm not thinking about everything as like a business or a fitness goal or whatever. It's a form of self-care to take yourself out of your head. So that's what I mean. Like, Marshall, I don't even know that you have too many self-care things besides working out right now. Yeah, no, I mean... I'm always saying you need to get more. Well, it's like, if... I'm like tinkering or something like that in the garage, but by tinkering, he means like 
putting something together like you still yet to do it but all last year he was refurbishing a mower which sounds so boring but I'd imagine it's because you're like thinking about those parts and all that and nothing else yeah I've kind of come to like a dead end on that really well it's like kind of beyond my expertise to get the one thing but like well if I get that everything else and then That'll be for sale this spring. We're going to have some more lawn care poppy updates. For those of you guys that don't know about that, Marshall, when we moved into our house, decided that he was going to become obsessed with lawn care and literally went through every fucking YouTube. Babe, I'll give it to you. Like I always say, if you're going to get a man, get you a man that can do everything or everything you can't do, well, or don't want to do, basically, because give this man a YouTube and he'll figure it out. Like we had somebody come look at our washing machine or our dishwasher. dishwasher. Literally a person trained in this trade was like, now nope, we got to get a new one. Marshall went five minutes on YouTube and fucking fixed it. But lawn care poppy updates are coming back. Cause you guys still send me lawn stripes. We've got our kid literally looking at lawn stripes. Their lawns are, their lawn stripes are just not good. That's why we need winter to leave. That we do. This stupid little storm that came through. But, uh, it was bullshit. I will say this though. Something I, I try to do more. Of self-care? Yeah. So the one app I have, I don't know if you want me to say the company, but I'll use that. And Which one is it? <clears throat> O2Xs. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I'll use that. And there's different, like, they call it like eye rest, but yeah. it's like different things that they'll go through in terms of like breathing and everything else. Okay. So the eye, do the eye movements go with the breathing? No. So like, I mean, people obviously don't do this, like if you're driving or something like that. Oh, but, yeah. You know, close your eyes. It's more of just like a grounding Okay. So it activates your parasympathetic nervous system. Uh So it kind of helps. It reverses basically adrenaline, right? It's kind of like the opposite of that. Oh, is this what you keep trying to get me to do and I won't? Yeah. (laughs) So it's really, really good in terms of lowering your heart rate, cortisol, kind of helping regulate your system. So it's something you can do like before bed. And like, I'll try to mix that in throughout the day. Do a link I can put up at reallyreallypodcast.com so people can know how to do it. Yeah, there's, there's there's tons of research and stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, if you how about this? If you DM me, I will send you some info about it because he's been trying to get me to do this forever, ever. Because I have not regular panic attacks, but sometimes when things get stressful and I'm overwrought, I will get to a space where it's like, I don't know, kind of hyperventilating a little bit. Yeah, well, and remember, always want to do the breathing through your nose, inhaling, exhaling. But you ask me to do these exercises when I'm in that state and... Marshall knows this about me. Like, I will come down, but when I'm in that state, I don't want to be touched. Like, I don't, I think this might be a thing of trauma too. Like, I just, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be like crowded by any, I want you to stay there, but I don't want you to touch me. And then you're like, try this. I'm like, no, I'm well, trying anything right now. Ah. Will you try it right now? No, I'm on the podcast. Take, I'm going to shut my eyes. They can't see me. No, it'll take 10 seconds. No, no. See what he does. He always asks me to do this shit when I'm in the middle of something. Now, I will, I will, baby, I, w- I will. But not right now when I'm, I'm trying to do a flow of things. They don't want 10 seconds of me closing my eyes. <laughs> Why didn't I record this? Seriously. Okay, so the next question was, what are your thoughts about Larsa Pippen and her social media post? Babe, you know who Larsa Pippen is because of Scotty Pippen, yes? Mm-hmm. And because I make you watch Real Housewives of Miami. Mm-hmm. So she was with Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan, who's like 23 years her junior. We have six and a half years between us, not 23 years, but like, you know, we're, I understand the, the, the cougar. I'm not a cougar, maybe a puma, whatever. But she posted, I guess, that they broke up after one year together. And she was so sure they were going to get married. They have a podcast together, which, ugh, everybody fucking thinks they can do a podcast. Anyway. 
not to be hating, but like, I wonder what they're going to do with that money. Cause that was under iHeart. Like they probably had a contract anyway, but we all know those contracts with iHeart. <laughs> but she was saying like, they, they were going to get married. Like she thought like, you know, this was the one. And I don't know if you watched this episode with me, baby, but she literally had like a $20,000 coming home party because he was gone for five days. Uber, uber, like clingy. Like she would say she had a separation anxiety. I'm like, lady, you're 40, you're, you're on the better side of 50. You have grown children and you, what? So we can only speculate what went down at the fall of that relationship and why she feels this way. But she posted something that seemed uber dramatic. And babe, I'm getting to the point. I know I just have to set up the stage for those of them that don't watch Bravo and I will convert you. So she posted a picture of the two of them or no, it was just a black screen and it was just like bold print, so you know she's serious. And it says the man you choose to you choose to be your partner affects your everything in life. That's actually true. Your mental health, your peace, your mind, your love inside you, your happiness. Kind of true, except for the happiness. Well, whatever. How you get through tragedies, your successes, how your children will be raised, and much more. Choose wisely. Obviously, she was pointing to the breakup. Now, they've only been together for under a year again can't talk shit because of the fact that we got engaged after six months we were pretty serious very quickly but she then posted something else that said should your friends unfollow your ex she unfollowed him do would if god forbid we ever split up and obviously we're different because we're a family and we have kids would you expect your closest friends whom like some of them I consider my near and dear, like they stood up in our wedding, our kids play together. Would you expect them to unfollow me? I wouldn't expect that. Would you like it? Like, would you like, yeah, A plus plus, dude. Thanks. Daps. Like you you unfollowed her. Mm. Say we didn't have kids together. Cause that's, you know, it's different. We have family together. They're probably gonna be at birthday parties anyway, but. Uh, Well, I mean, I think, I think there's a big difference like married versus not. Okay, pretend but, that we were just them. No, because that's I the, actually believe him. You know, because like if you if you had, you know, you spent time like you became friends with that person. But you know? ten months? Ten months. I I mean like as long as they supported me and what I needed, you know, and obviously that'd be like reciprocated back, but I'm not going to like ask them to do that. You know, I think, I think if it's a really good friend and they saw how you were hurting and stuff like that, most are going to do it on their own. Right. Because if you have to ask, like they're probably not a close friend. I've actually like gone through this and this is what's funny is one of my friends whom we were super, super close. Like I actually met Casey, my person, my, you know, she's my wifey, you know, from another life or whatever. She was my matron of honor, my wedding. She's my close. She's my touchstone. She's literally the only person, including Marshall, that can shake one finger at me and go, eh, eh, and I will listen. I'm sure you're very jealous, but you know, she's just the one person in my life that has always been there for me and has never once hurt me ever. She's like a goddess to me, but I met her through another person that she would always befriend my exes. Like, no matter how long we were together, it could be a year, it could be three months, and, like, social media wasn't as big, you know, back then as it is now, but it's funny that I happenstance on her social media today, and I looked at her friend list, two of her top tiles of friends or whatever, or, like, who comes up on Facebook, are my exes, 
And I'm like, I haven't really talked to her in like 10 years, but apparently nothing there has changed. And I remember having a conversation with her once, like these aren't people you were like close with. These aren't people you were like cool with. Why are you keeping them around? Like for what? She was always the friend that would collect the exes and befriend the fucking exes. That's bullshit. But as far as unfollowing, I don't know. This is different with you, Marshall. Like, I mean, you're my forever and my baby daddy times two. But if we were just like dating, unless I wanted them to like stalk you and I was trying to not look at your profile and have them look at it for me, which I've done that too. I don't know that I'd be like cool with them being on like your top follow, like their top follow list. Like for what? What are you looking at that for? You no. know? Yeah, no. I mean, I agree with that, but I also think like, like that. Never like, ask. Like I always say this too. The person that makes you choose should be the one that you don't choose. Well. Because there's underlining shit with that. But I mean, is that really your friend? I mean, that's the thing. But you know, people could very well say, it's just social media, but is it though? Because that's how we do our business these days. That's how we declare our love for each other. Every time, like, shit, we spent more money on our fucking wedding photo package just to have the Instagram shorts, you know? So is it just social media? Um, no, it's not. It's how we do life now. Yeah, I mean, un- un- unfortunately, a lot of yeah. ways, you know. It's how and- we connect. It's how we, that's how we met. We'd be traitors to our, like, love story if we said that. Like, Casey... Like, let's, we'll go to, like, my best friend. If Casey didn't unfollow you, I know her well enough to know it's because she's trying to check in and, like, give me the scoop. If, like, some of my former friends, whom will rename nameless, remain nameless, didn't unfollow you, I'd be like, you shady. Like, no. You didn't know him that well. Why are you still following him? You you know you trying to play yeah. both sides. Am I being dramatic? Is this like sixteen year old stuff? No, but I mean, <clears throat> but I mean, at that point, they're gonna do what they're gonna do and just stop associating with them. Okay, you know let I mean? me make like, it a little harder for you. If we were dating, let's say we were dating our love story as is, just minus the family and the kids. If we were only dating like for three months. Before, because we got so serious so quick. So I'm kind of trying to do the, like the same balance as Larsa Pippen and the Jordan kid, <laughs> Marcus Jordan. If we were dating for like three months before you proposed, we were like in love, which we did say I love you after a couple of months. And we broke up and Will still followed me. And Will still like liked my stuff. Will is his best friend in the world and his best man, which Will wouldn't do that. You know, we'll be like, fuck that bitch. But if he still followed me and was still actively like, you know, engaging with me on social media would you be like dude what the fuck you know you would you know at least in your head you would i mean it kind of be like a like a question mark there but it's yeah. it's not like like i know him i trust him so it's like I don't right really, but would that you know, shake your trust in him not really I mean, because we're thinking about will because will's salt of the earth but but, but like but that. that that's part of my point though what is like if if they're real friends, you don't have that question. You know, if you can count more on, <clears throat> excuse me, more than your hand, like they're really not your close circle. More than your hand of like. You know, and I think we have a different dynamic in that too. Yeah, that's your man. That's your dude. Like well, I mean, he's been around forever. You know, I'm on some borrowed time because of him and, you know, and vice versa, you know, so it's. Oh yeah. Like when you like, 
when you were in the hospital, like there were, he was the first person to blow up my phone. What do you need? The kid needs help. Fell asleep on our couch. Like Will's the one person that like, I don't like people in my house. Like if he comes over, he gets a cake and you know, he, it makes me happy. Like literally in our, in our birthday video for Malin, like I'm trying to keep him away from the flames and Will was the first person, you know, your aunt was trying to help him not fall off the chair, but I digress. He was the first person to come over and like, put his Malin's hands down so he couldn't like touch the candles. So I guess that's like an unfair thing to ask of that. Or like, you know, it's not a very good scale to ask your best, best friend. But I think if you already have red flags with somebody and they're still following your ex, I don't know that the follow would bother me, but I think the engagement, like if they're liking the ex's pictures, well, yeah. that would piss me off. But I mean, I think that kind of, it's a good thing in a way because it shows colors, you know, because if they're really a good friend, they're going to know what, you know, triggers you or doesn't. And, you know, yeah, kind of your headspace. So if they're not doing that on their own and you have to ask them, probably not a friend. So that's probably a good thing that you can cut them too. You know, yeah. like I'm very quick to cut yes, anchors. Yes, you are. You will sit there with the, the hacksaw and cut it off. Like with a, you, you'll cut somebody's like friendship arm off with a dull butter knife if they do you wrong. You try to get me to get on that boat too. And I am quicker to do that these days. I used to be a lot slower about it. Cause like I always say, like I, unfortunately, a lot of times lead with my heart and get broken that way. And that's not just with like romantic relationships. Poor Marshall had a hell of time trying to get me to like, you know, really let my guard down in a lot of ways. I still don't because of that reason. Like once I love you, I love you for life. Like when you leave me, no matter who you are, you will take a piece of me with you. Well, I'm tired of giving away pieces of me. So I think for me, if I had like a new ish friend or if I had a friend that raised a couple of question marks and then they did this, like, it would be time to cut them off because, you know, I had somebody in my life that was there first in a professional sense for every single one of my big moments, my engagement photos, my wedding photos, my maternity photos, my first boudoir shoot. And then like literally two seconds after my wedding, I see them like skirting around somebody who I had questions about then and then later replaced me professionally. And I say replaced me in very big air quotes. Because what I had wasn't her. And I know that, that sounds like I'm speaking in code, but basically like this person was there for everything and was like, oh, your family and blah, 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 blah. And that was my first red flag that I was like, you're skirting around people that I'm telling you are like becoming enemies to me. And you're trying to do business deals with them and liking their shit on Facebook and posting pictures of them on your Instagram. Like, what the hell is this? Oh, but it's just business like bullshit. Nah, man. Loyalty is a real thing especially in today's day and age of everything being in and out with social media and so easy to brush it away. I think that's bullshit when people try to brush social media away is nothing now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th I think it's like what I said about the friends, you what? know, in terms of like, if they know you, they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you see their colors and you cut them, mm -hmm. you know, but I also believe that like people come into your life at different points, like there's seasons, you know what I mean? And I think there's levels in life too where you're going to outgrow people because of that. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying you have to be like an asshole and like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Make this big thing. Well, yeah. You, just, people you distance come in your themselves life, and you move on. You know what I mean? There's, people come in your life for a time, a reason or a season. I'll say this. I'll equate it to my old job, right? There's a lot of people that I have, you know, had tell me like, oh, I don't listen. I don't follow. I don't like. 
and then I'll go see. I would never ask that because that'd be stupid. You know what I mean? I was a part of that situation for a long time and I'm not expecting you to break ties with that because of me. But if you come around and tell me how much you support me and then I go see you liking stuff like that, it doesn't make me cut you off. It would never make me say, don't follow your piece of shit for doing that. But it does make me be like, okay, I'm just, I'm see, I see you. Well, it's the flip side of the coin of that too. You know, if you have, you're trying to have, you have a goal or something like that and your friends, it's like always three phases, right? They're going to be like, why are you doing that? Like, that's stupid. And they'll kind of talk shit on it. They don't believe you until it's all already done. You know, like as you start to kind of gain a little bit. And well, then, I mean, that's true, but that's like in a professional sense. Cause it's like, you always go off in these tangents, my love, but this is more like a personal thing. You always melt. Marshall does this though. He melds every bit of like profession into personal stuff. But this is solely just talking about like relationships. I just brought that job part of it in to say like, you know, if somebody's hurt you, which it seems like Larsa is putting it out there that this man did something bad to her. Who knows? You know, it's Hollywood. You never know that her friend should follow suit in like excommunicating him. I don't know. I don't put, I don't control people's karma like that, but I do watch it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that I have enough time in my day to actively come after you and ask you to unfollow. If it was my best friend in the world, Casey, I might ask her why and have a conversation just because we're on a different level like that. But if it was a newer friend or somebody that I don't consider as important in my life as her, no, I don't think I'm going to ask you. Or make a big deal about it, but I'm going to watch that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because we got boundaries now, friends. <sighs> All right. Well, I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day, and I love these Ask Riley's. I have more, and I will save them for next week, but I feel like, you know, I kind of went on a tangent on that one, but I'm excited about Valentine's Day, babe. <laughs> I have some presents for you, too. I know something you don't know, oh. which is what we say to each other when we have presents. Um, some of them you're going to laugh at. <laughs> one of them is just, I, you're going to give me that face of like, really? Really, babe? I love it. It's going to be funny. You're going to, you're going to chuckle. And then some of them are going to be really good. Anyway, I'm having like a side conversation with my husband on this podcast. But if you guys have an Ask Riley, please hit me up at reallyreallypodcast at gmail.com. You can hit me up on the socials. Riley Couture. Couture is spelled like Juicy Couture. C-O-U-T-U-R-E. At Really Riley Podcast and at House of W by Riley. If you want to check out some of the goodies that are going to be out there at Settle Down Easy Brewing this Saturday, noon to 3.30 with Luxury Sparks Jewelry and Popular Loft Clothing. I hope to see you guys there because this is going to be one of very few that I do this year. Um, if you want to follow, follow, I swear I talk for a living. If you want to follow Marshall, it's at the fish. Go ahead, do it. My mouth stopped working. Marshmallow. Like the artist, not the food. God, what's wrong with me? And if you would do me a fave, please like, subscribe, and share the podcast because we're trying to get this back up on them charts. Like, I'm so excited that it even hit the 200 charts on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to get it all across the board. And side note, if you guys were curious, for those of you that since I did the Kane Show tell-all with Sarah Fraser and Natasha Aliza, you guys have been asking if we're doing a podcast again together. Yes, we are as of this Friday. And this one is going into more of my story with um, trauma in relationships, specifically domestic abuse. And Marshall, this one might be a little hard for you to hear. Cause I know that you don't like talking about my exes in general, but there's a lot of things that you know, but you know that it always feels very real to me once I do it on a mic and I've never gone this in depth 
about it in front of any audience besides maybe you. Um, and I, I wanted to do this just because a lot of people have told me that I'm an inspiration to them. And if that's true, then I need to be very transparent about the times in life that I wasn't this inspirational, that I was pretty weak in a lot of things. And that doesn't make me a bad person for some of my choices or open up for you fucking trolls to pick at those scars because I'll bite back. Um, but I think <clears throat> allergies or something is, I think it's a really big part to share. And I think that you guys will understand a lot more of my journey and why I am the way that I am because of that situation. But I will say this too. It's because of that situation that I was able to open my heart to you. Marshall. So there's that. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy friends. Valentine's. I love you. Love you. Love you, babe. I love you. Thank you for sitting with me. Um, and thank you for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow because we have five days a week now. It's really Riley. <laughs>